here we go. We're diving into another edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. We are, what, two months away from college football kicking off on Saturday. Uh, we got our college football preview magazine coming out on Monday. With that, a uh, pretty heavy college football gambling guide talking about our latest simulation, uh, where things stand in the win total, conference, and national championship odds. Uh, conversation. So we're going to get ready to go here, Eric. It's going to be a college football heavy centric uh, podcast. Are you ready? Uh, dude, I'm ready. I ran the simulation last week. I was at our colleague Ben Lindsay's wedding. Um, got in, me and my wife got in to uh, <laughs> to Lancaster, which is right next to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. We got in and in the middle of the night, I forgot. I was like, oh, I got, we got to run our simulation one more time for this uh, preview and so those numbers are, are up to date i'm excited i'm excited for what bets uh these tell us to make yeah it's an it's interesting what you wake up to at night as far as like a flash or nightmare <laughs> when you are a data scientist working on pff data but uh it is tough still the grind is real it never ends but here we are two months out we got some college football and we got you know some pretty decent value on a number of different spots eric i'm gonna hit you with a couple maybe here really quick and i'm gonna i kind of want to get your just your initial reaction on what you think if you're ready to buy into or sell this team in a certain way um or if it's probably a pause at this point in time for you so let's talk about uh where we are with Alabama I would say that in general uh we're a little bit lower than the market odds for both their championship and conference title but we kind of like them uh a little bit better than market expectation to win the SEC West obviously you're laying a pretty heavy price is that something that you uh, would maybe play at this point in time knowing the fact that we kind of like their win total under as well yeah I don't know man like because my thing here is is and, and again this is like kind of what the point of this show is so like if you're going to lay a big price, if you're going to lay over, you know, minus 150, minus 200 for a, for a, you know, prop this time of year, like to me, it has to be a lock because you're not going to get a humongous payout at the end. Then if you're, if you're betting with something like DraftKings or you're betting with something offshore, like you have the currency issue too, like, especially if you buy into your sports book. With something like Bitcoin, you don't know if the price of Bitcoin goes up, for example, um, you might get a relatively minuscule payout, even if the bet wins. So if I'm going to be buying into, you know, long term bets here, I might be more looking for things that are plus money. Right. Yeah. And I can I can get on board with that. I do think there are, you know, some decent opportunities in the win totals market as well. Uh, you know, some of them like Clemson, Georgia. Obviously, those two teams face off here right away uh, to start the season. Our simulation kind of leans towards the under on both of them. I do think the market has kind of moved in that direction. Eleven and a half for Clemson, ten and a half for Georgia. Uh, Georgia kind of has the price shaded towards the under at plus 105. Clemson sitting more close to 139. Uh, would you buy into either one of those? And if so, what would be your specific choice? Well, I think with Clemson, you always have the issue of, you know, if a quarterback gets injured or something like that, you certainly have the opportunity, um, you know, to get under there. Um, I'm certainly not betting over on any of those teams. Um, Georgia, you have JT Daniels, who I think, uh, you know, obviously put up really good numbers last season in a small sample. Um, but, you know, again, like you're you're giving away a full win to the sports book at, at that point. Right. You know, you're you're still the better, and they're the sports book. Where you know, for other things, for example, like USC, you know, in the in the uh, Pac-12 and stuff like that, like you know, you're almost turning the 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 screws on the sports book betting that. So that that's kind of where I'm at 
I, I wouldn't bet a lot of overs, especially for these blue bud places, just because, again, they can't mess up. They can't have a season like right. LSU a season ago where things go wrong and all of a sudden you're in the meat grinder uh, trying to win, trying to be perfect um, after, let's say, you get a loss, you know, week one or two, um, you know, midseason. You basically need these teams to be perfect down the stretch, which is a really hard ask. Right. Yeah. And I definitely agree with you on that. I do think, you know, the general discourse about the Blue Bud program definitely makes a lot of sense. So let's try, let's change it up a little bit. Obviously, you listen to the PFF Daily Betting Podcast for a number of reasons. One of them is the fact that we tell you things like Kent State over five plus 120 uh, is going to be an absolute lock, which we did a couple of weeks ago. So we got to find a couple a little bit more under the radar plays uh, outside of maybe even teams in the top 25. I know even in the Power Five schools, there are a couple teams that we like to potentially go over uh, their win total numbers. I think we should try and pick either a win total or maybe a long conference odds to kind of lock in that bet of the week here so let's talk it out through the air we got texas tech red raiders win total four and a half we like the over again another pretty heavy uh minus price at minus 152 maybe um just a little bit factored into the fact that they should probably be shaded more towards five at that point in time we'll see if they move up there but would you want to lock in a bet like texas tech at four and a half are you looking at some of these uh you know other tier schools in the group of five a couple that we like arkansas state over three and a half win total uh, we kind of like teams like air force or you could flip on the other side and look at like a team like appalachian state or ball state uh, we like the win total under nine for Appalachian State, Ball State, under eight, uh, minus 125. There are a lot of different options uh, looking at the latest simulation. What would be the one that really stands out to you at this point? Yeah, to give our uh, our interns a shout, Zach and Tage, they found that you know Appalachian State overperforms what you would expect from their recruiting class almost as, as well as any team in the country during the PFF era. So I'd be hesitant to bet under on them. Um, but for Texas Tech, here's the thing I like about Texas Tech. I like the fact... When you look at their schedule, you look at their football schedule. I mean, they do have Oklahoma. We think Oklahoma's pretty good. I have some bets on that. Uh, Rattler to win the Heisman, also Oklahoma to win the you know the the uh, college football playoff. We're not high on Iowa State, right? Iowa State right. later not on in the season, if the if the wheels come off them, they have them later in the year. Um, you know, Kansas State. You know, they do have some good football players on that team, but you know, hasn't really. Um, been, you know, necessarily as strong, uh, you know, as implied. Their non-conference games after you get by Houston there, Stephen F. Austin's a, uh, you know, an FCS school, and Florida International is not particularly good. So right. you do have a chance there, I think, to go over. That would be one that I would look at, uh, you know, if I'm looking at the, the Big 12 here and I'm looking at, you know, sort of a team like Texas Tech, uh, you know, we have it more like 5.4 wins uh, again, when the when the market's giving you four point five and you're getting five point four, you're essentially the bookmaker there. So um, I, that's the one I like out of those out of that group. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely am on board with you on that. I do think Oklahoma returning Spencer Rattler is probably the best quarterback in college football returning at this point in time. Obviously, they're a shoe in, but like you said, we don't really buy into what Iowa State uh, is putting forth this season. They are pretty overvalued basically or overbought in all the markets that we're looking at at this point in time based on our simulation uh and texas kind of a top you know a toss up at this point so i do think the big 12 really heavy at the top uh but there's going to be a lot of teams that probably aren't that good of course kansas still in there but texas tech is a team getting tyler so uh transfer from oregon didn't necessarily play you know overwhelmingly well at oregon looking for you know maybe a little bit of fresh start or something so i think he could be in a spot where he could perform a little bit better than what we saw last year if he does uh, i could see texas tech just rattling off a couple more victories than what the market buys into so i like that as well i think you know with where the price is at on the over 
probably going to get a movement up to five. So I think locking in at four and a half at this point in time uh, has got to be the lock of the week at this point. So that's kind of where I'm leaning as well. I can't really disagree with you at this point in time. Yeah, let's look at, at some other ones. This is one that really, um, you know, when when I was talking to some people who are, are in college football, um, this is one that, that, that raised some eyebrows. What about out of the Pac-12, uh, UCLA, you know, our guy Chip Kelly, uh, you know, a, a PFF guy and somebody that I respect. Um, under here for UCLA, like we kind of like this quite a bit. Under seven, minus 121. We would put UCLA more in that sort of like, well, let me look here, 5.2 wins. So you're looking at a win point eight, you know, with a juice, win, win and a half. Um, when I look at that, they have a tough schedule. Really tough. Really tough schedule. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, you're really looking for kind of that, like, that guy that's going to basically emerge from not having played well at all his first few years. This isn't even like a Joe Burrow situation where the guy was kind of average and then became amazing. Like, Dorian Thompson-Robinson has not been good at all. Um, they do, I think, do a very good job of recruiting. I think that they have a lot of talent there. They lose Demetrik Felton, but they do have a lot of, um, you know, really solid players on their roster. And, you know, I think Chip's a pretty good play caller at the college level. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's – and I think last season, it depends upon how you look at it. I think last season they were encouraging, but not necessarily good. And, and so I think a lot of people are taking that encouragingness, taking sort of Dorian Thompson-Robinson in year four – Taking Chip Kelly, I believe, in year four now, and, and saying, okay, let's let's project all of that to a pretty good season for UCLA. Whereas we're kind of like, ah, I don't know about that. What do you what do you think about that under? PFF is always looking out for you, partnering with some of the best opportunities in the sports betting landscape. Um, my favorite here has been Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L. They're basically the stock market for sports. They allow you to trade sports teams uh, like the stock market. You can earn cash payouts when your team wins. Um, it's kind of been this interesting blend between the stock market um, and a way to actually invest and profit off of your favorite teams. Free NFL free agencies obviously uh, changed some things in the symbol markets. Some teams have risen. Obviously, the Washington football team uh, with the signing of Ryan Fitzpatrick have been on the move um, from a symbol perspective. But there are some undervalued teams that I still think are going to make some splashes here uh, post-free agency coming up on the draft. Teams like the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously going to have Trevor Lawrence, but they're a team that had you know a pretty productive free agency as well. So I do think it's a spot where you definitely want to get involved in that stock market uh, game. Use promo code PFF if you deposit ten dollars at Symbol, um, you're going to earn a free PFF annual subscription. That's po- promo code PFF with a ten dollar deposit. Symbol.com going to get you a free annual subscription. Check out PFF's podcast network, which covers everything NFL, college, fantasy football. You can recap the NFL draft with Mike Renner and Austin Gale's two-for-one drafts podcast. Check out Ian Hartington's fantasy football podcast and get a leg up on your league. Or you can get all the latest 2021 betting content on the PFF forecast. PFF's 2021 best ball draft kit, tiered rankings to projections to targetable stats to the season's favorable matchups. The only resource you'd ever need to wreak havoc across best ball formats all summer long. DraftKings Sportsbook has given you a chance to lower the over-under on a featured playoff basketball game. All players who place a bet on that featured basketball game will have a hand in lowering the over-under on that game. Every 1,500 players who bet on the over 
for a selected game, that total will drop by one point. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw with your funds at your convenience at any time. You can download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to hammer that over. For every 1,500 people who bet that over in the feature game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of the overhitting. So tell your friends and family this is going to be a team effort. Hammer that over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code PFF for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. Restrictions apply. Max bet $25. One wager per customer. Offer ends May 23rd, 2021. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Yeah, I mean, I think you, t- you kind of hit the nail on the head for sure there, right? I mean, we, I, the market seems to have this price buoyancy for Chip Kelly, basically, right? Like, people gravitate toward him. Uh, you know, anytime an NFL coach moves back to the college rankings, it's just assumed that there's going to be immediate success. He's been there a little while, hasn't really broken through, I would say, on, like, any sort of national level of college football season. People are kind of expecting that this season just because they see, you know, fourth-year quarterback, um, basically Dorian Thompson-Robinson. You kind of touched on the warts that we've seen so far uh, with his game. But I go back to what you kind of touched on, but fourth most difficult uh, strength of schedule based on our current ELO ratings for other teams. So from that perspective alone, I think they're going to have a really tough season. They don't really have too many spaced out by weeks after their tough games, especially when they get into the Pac-12. You know, they basically have... Uh, at Washington, then they come back and have to play Oregon at home. So I think they're going to be kind of hurting and limping toward the back end of their Pac-12 schedule. So I definitely think under uh, seven, seven and a half, basically, at this point, is uh, definitely right on par, basically, with our other bets at this point in time, which is great. So that's where we're finding, uh, you know, pretty significant value in the college football market. So I I like that one quite a bit as well. There are, I was uh, basically in the middle of kind of writing that up for our column on Monday. I'm glad that uh, you kind of basically justified that right up because I do think that that is definitely a spot in the Pac-12 to target. Um, and, the, you know, the Pac-12 in general is kind of difficult to project. We did see basically um, the odds basically come down for the conference title course with Arizona State uh, recruiting questions, scandals, what have you, what's going to happen with that. So we basically only have the Pac-12 North standings uh, and odds available. Washington um, basically favorite with Oregon at this point in time. But the other side of it, I don't really see how the South is going to fare. If Arizona State obviously goes through unscathed, I think that is only going to hinder UCLA as well. So I'm on board with it quite a bit at this point in time. Yeah, that's a good one. What about this one here? This is one that you you wrote up in our chat, and I love it a lot. Here's why. Penn State. So right now uh, on DraftKings, uh, their total is 9, overs plus 100, unders minus 125. We would make it more like 7.1. So, again, you're getting about a win and a half here after you factor in the juice. Um, Sean Clifford sucks. And, like, I don't – and, like, there's a lot of people who, like, believe in him. And there's a lot of people, like, I think that Penn State has overachie- overachieved in many ways. Um, but I can't buy in. I, I saw – you know, I mean, you know, we had, you know, Penn State in some games last year. I think that they – can't remember if they covered against Ohio State or not. I believe they did a couple years ago, but I can't remember last time. Um, and, and, like, watching Sean Clifford play football is just difficult. And I know a lot of people right. like his traits. A lot of people like, um, you know, various aspects of him. But from a production standpoint, he's not good. And 
and in the in the Big Ten, like quarterbacks just don't develop in the Big Ten. Like we've seen Brian Lewerke, we've seen you know Justin Fields was good from the get go, so he doesn't really count. Um, you know, we've seen you know Tua's brother was good from the get go, but you look at like T- Tanner Morgan was like, nah, you know, like he never really like has developed into who people thought he was going to be, um, so on and so forth. I just don't see Penn State getting anywhere near this nine wins. Um, right. and, and as such, like this to me, I think is the, you know, we're, we're going to go with Texas Tech. But I think that this is the second best bet of the entire show. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we've we've discussed Sean Clifford at nauseum. I do think that the, you know, odds makers are basically looking at the Big Ten East. Of course, there's Ohio State, really heavy favorite to win that division. Penn State second is basically, you know, they must not be too high on Indiana, Michigan, basically at this point in time either. So I would be shocked if Penn State finishes as the second best team in the Big Ten East. Uh, and I think that for that reason alone, going under the wind toll is definitely the best way to play that bet. Um, and I would definitely agree with you, Sean Clifford, what, 79th basically in our opponent just yeah. passing grades last year. He's not good, but basically a Wins above average has been a neutral average player throughout his career at Penn State. So um, I think this is that is where the PFF grades can really help you, right? Because people just assume that, you know, longtime starter going to be more productive. But if there's a way where he's basically just an average or below average quarterback, uh, that's only going to carry forward as well. That's where the PFF grades can kind of help you evaluate what he's actually done and how productive he's actually been. So that's what I'm buying into. I don't know if it's just that necessarily my second favorite bet at this point in time i would probably have that still at number three but i kind of like all of them as well so going back to it probably favorite bet texas tech over four and a half wins uh my second favorite bet it's got to be eric's third ucla under seven wins and then we got penn state under nine and a half wins as well uh to round it out last week we went for the new york giants plus 350 to win the nfc east in the season-long player prop heavy discussion uh, we got Justin Fields plus 200 to be the Bears starting quarterback. Don't feel great about that one. And then the aforementioned Ken State over five. Uh, I still think that's our best bet basically of the whole offseason at this point in time. But we'll see how things play out here. So it's been fun, Eric. Uh, from Ben Brown, joined by Eric Eager. This was the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Daily Betting Podcast.